0: This is Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast, and I am your host, Bette Lucas. I am a mom of six crazy kids. I work as a VP in a fast-paced industry, and I've been on a health journey. But what does living your big, bold life even mean? Living boldly is having the courage to finally listen and do what your heart has been trying to tell you all along. Maybe it's to take back your health. Write the book, go for the job, run the race. And I'm here to help you listen to that voice and to remind you to be you boldly. The world needs you. Hello. Welcome to Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast. I am your host, Bette Lucas. Well, my friends… I just returned from Scottsdale, Arizona. We had a lovely time, and I'm not going to lie, the sun did feel really, really nice. And I returned home this past weekend, and the sun is shining here in the Pacific Northwest, but it's a tad chilly (laughs) outside in comparison to the desert. But today's episode, I'm going to share a little bit about our trip things I've learned, things that have helped me through the years. And I really hope, like all my episodes, that even if you don't have children, even if you're not married, that some of the things I share help you too. And I always hope that I continue to remind you that By me sharing these things doesn't mean I've got it all together. It does not mean that I'm a perfect traveler with my family. But I think there's some things that, especially perspectives on traveling with children, perspectives on traveling with family, that have really helped me go into and come home from vacation with the right mindset, with the right attitude. And so, I'm gonna dive into a few things. I'm gonna share some tips. I'm gonna share some perspectives that I have. I'm also gonna share some things about how I fast when I go on vacation, how I rest, exercise, kind of all the things. So, here is my vacation recap. So, one thing that has really helped me when I've taken trips or vacations or adventures whatever you want to call them, is to not have too many expectations out there. Because really, each of these things are going to look different. And if you have too many set ideas of how your trip is going to unfold, sometimes that does leave a lot of room for disappointment. And what do I mean by that? It doesn't mean that you can't look forward to it. It doesn't mean that you can't be excited. But I especially notice this with families who are newer to traveling with children. I think it's taken me quite a few years to realize that traveling with my kids is a beautiful, wonderful, memory-making experience, and one that many people would trade places with me for, right? Many people would love to go on a trip. And so I don't want this to come across as I'm not grateful for the blessing. However, traveling with kids is work. And especially at certain ages, if you have young children, children that are just learning to walk, children that are just learning to crawl, you have nappers, you have constant diaper changes and feedings and It's hard to get away and do anything outside of the hotel room or outside of where you're staying. And I guess where I have had to remind myself is that the travels of my single days, the travels of the days without children, they might not have been better or worse, but they are different. And if my expectations are that they're going to be the same well, I'm going to be disappointed. I am not going to be able to go and do every single thing I want to do when I'm traveling. And that really correlates a lot to my life at home as well, right? But there are some things that you can do with your mindset to say, we're going to make memories. We're going to spend time together. However, I need to know that My trip is going to be a trip in some ways. It's not all vacation. And that's kind of my one liner with people is that when you travel with kids, it's not a vacation. It's a trip. And the more you can just remember that, I think it helps you keep things in perspective. So just remember with kids, you're going to have constant wardrobe changes. You're going to have someone's hungry. You're going to have snacks. You're going to have diaper changes. You're going to have sunscreen applications. And the more you can just remember that you are fortunate to go on this trip, that you're fortunate to spend this time with your children and your family, I think the better your adventure will be instead of trying to compare it to the adventures of your past. A few other things that have helped me are having some form of help. And again, I realize that some may not have this option. But forms of help can be, do you have a sister that can come with you? Do you have a mother's helper that can come with you? Do you know someone in the area that can at least give you a couple hours to go have a date night or some time away? Can you go with your parents and maybe they can add a little helping hand? Can you travel with a sibling? Maybe that sibling is either your helper or they're bringing their family and you guys can take turns kind of helping out with the kids. A few of those things can be dramatic, dramatic difference makers. This trip, we chose to bring our au pair, and I've spoken about what an au pair is on prior episodes. I did a childcare episode, but our au pair is from Mexico. She lives with us, and both my husband and I work full time, and it always amazes me that people forget that when you work full time and you have young children, you have to have childcare, And it's a blessing to have it, but it is a must. Your kids can't be home alone at three, right? (laughs) So we have an amazing nanny and au pair, and they kind of split up the work week. And our au pair came with us to... Arizona. And it was such a blessing to have that extra hand because we could go do a hike or we could go play tennis or we could go for a walk as a family while the baby was napping or while someone else was getting a snack. We had a little bit more freedom. And so something I have found is that having some form of help, whether it's paid for or whether it's family, makes a difference on your trip especially if you are traveling with young children and if you don't have that option that's fine but just realize your freedom is going to be a little bit more limited and especially if you have ages of kids that are older and younger because you're going to have kids that need to nap and then the other kids are going to want to go do something so how are you planning for that? What's, your, what's the way you've figured that out maybe ahead of time so you're not bothered by it in the moment, right? You're not saying, well, I want to go. Well, I want to go. You kind of know your game plan. Okay, let's talk about some other tips that really helped me. So if you are staying at a VRBO, We often will Instacart or Target Delivery or Amazon certain things directly instead of packing them. It's free shipping, it doesn't cost us anything additional, and it saves us on space. So examples could be you could Instacart your diapers, you could Amazon your wipes, you could deliver your dinners for the week that way. And what we have found is often we do stay at a place that has a kitchen, whether it's a condominium, whether it is a VRBO, all different options like that provide us a way to not have as many costs because we're not going out to eat as often. Also, when you stay at a house, that means you have the freedom for one kid to be napping and the other kids to be outside. And in a hotel, it's harder to do that, right? You are kind of picking between being in the hotel room or not being in the hotel room or splitting up as a family. Okay, how do I handle fasting, exercising, and all things health on vacation? You know, it really, really depends. Some vacations, I find lots of time for hiking and getting outside and being active. Some vacations are more rest-based. I would say this past week was an example of exactly that. I really needed some downtime, you guys. I have been going pretty full throttle for the past few months. And especially welcoming a new baby, work has been insane, the podcast is busy. It's it's been a little nuts. And I just felt like this vacation, I was going to give myself a lot of grace. So you know what? I didn't track my fasting windows. I didn't sweat the fact that I wasn't getting out for a run every day. I didn't – I just didn't stress about it. And you know what my focus was? My focus was rest. I kept reminding myself of that. And you guys are all probably laughing because we brought all the kids. But I tried to sleep in certain days when – and Spencer and I would kind of rotate back and forth. Certain days, I would just kind of take it easier. And my exercise was swimming in the pool with the kids or playing tennis with my parents. Instead of being so focused on I had to get to a gym or I have to fast this many hours today. And you know what was interesting is that I weighed myself today and I had only gained a half pound. And I think that was such a good reminder that we really need to be in tune with our bodies. And sometimes the best health advice I have for each one of you is to rest. And that maybe instead of being super rigid, maybe you just need to relax a little bit. And that was such a beautiful thing on vacation for me, is that I knew this was going to be a busier trip with all the kids, even with the help that we had. But I knew the form of relaxation that I could do for me for this particular trip was to not really think about much else. And you know what? I found myself not really thinking about food as much. I found myself not as hungry. We we were in a hotter climate. Maybe that had something to do with it. But I wasn't doing a ton of cardio. That probably also helped too. So if you think that your health journey is going to come crashing down, if it doesn't look the same on a vacation as it does at home, I highly disagree. I think you can do what works for you, and your body. When it comes to fasting, I found certain days I fasted longer and certain days I didn't fast at all, or my fasting was really when I was asleep. And again, I just kind of did what I wanted to do and listened to my body. And I really feel like I came back home excited now to get back into my routine. So those three R's I think are really important. I hope you rest. I hope you relax, and then, like so many things, I hope you get back into your routine because our lives can kind of be a blend of that, and I think that's really when we find our best results, and that's my number four, rest, relax, routine, results. So I'm here to remind you and remind me that rest matters. And rest matters because it helps you get results. Time away from your typical routine is not bad. Sometimes it can be one of the best things you can ever do. And really, what is so interesting about my advice today is that it doesn't need to just apply to a vacation or a trip. It really, really doesn't. I mean, some of you might think I'm kind of a broken record because so much of this podcast, I remind you to simplify. Some tools that I share that help me simplify when I travel are, can I get Amazon to deliver directly things so I don't have to pack it? And it costs me nothing to do that. Can I order groceries on Instacart? Or does one of the local grocers have a delivery option so I'm not doing numerous store runs? And can I get a place with a kitchen so I'm cooking more, having healthier options, and saving money? I'm also always here to remind you to ask for help. It can be help from a friend, a family member, It can be a paid option like a nanny or a babysitter or a kid's club at your hotel. But asking for help is important. And you know what? We all must be humble enough to ask for it when we need it and admit it to others too. So I'm here humbly telling you that I need help in almost every minute of every day. Lastly, I'm here to remind you that rest and relaxation matter to get results. It's not just your typical everyday routine. And that sometimes by resting and relaxing, the results you have been waiting for, they show up. So in summary, let us all boldly simplify, boldly ask for help, boldly rest, and of course, be boldly you. Before I go today, I have a sappy moment to share with you. So I was listening to Spotify and sometimes, you know, how you can pick a song and then it it automatically goes to a next song that it thinks you might like. And I was on a kid's channel or something and I heard this song from Sesame Street and it's called I Don't Want to Live on the Moon. And it was super ironic, right, because it's about going away from home, but really wanting to come back, and I heard a version where Sean Colvin sings with Ernie, and truly, it gave me goosebumps. So, I'm going to read you the lyrics, and if you want to leave me now, I totally get it. Well, I'd like to visit the moon, on a rocket ship high in the air. Yes, I'd like to visit the moon, but I don't think I'd like to live there. Though I'd like to look down at the earth from above. I would miss all the places and people I love. So although I might like it for one afternoon, I don't want to live on the moon. So if I should visit the moon, well, I'll dance on a moonbeam and then I will make a wish on a star and I will wish I was home once again. Though I'd like to look down at the earth from above, I would miss all the places and people I love. So although I may go, I'll be coming home soon. I don't want to live on the moon. So, my friends, may we be grateful to go, but ever so grateful to come home. Whether home or away, a reminder to be grateful either way. Until next time, my friends. Thank you for listening today. For more information, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and my new website, betlucas.com. And remember friends, be you boldly. The world needs